Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Pain-free Friday, Pharrell's doing out, minutes on the mahogany, waxing it up, 100, 200, 300, bad, 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 We are live in the Magic City Studios in the Pharrell Place, right across the river through the woods from where I just caught Granny hitting the big old five-footer of the Ghost Pounder in New York City, the Big Apple. People dress in plastic bags, direct to tires, some kind of fashion, shake it up, should do but all my friends that come around, flats of flats of party up, rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What a mess this town's a town in my brain, splattered all over my hands, should do but shake it up. I think I might have caught something from Keith. Hey, it's Uncle Futrelli here with you, Mafia running it on this Friday night, a lot happening. And uh, one of the things, Primarily, I wanted to mention is uh, the Red Sox are up 3-1 in the bottom of the fourth in H-Town. Game one of the ALCS. Adovino's pitching now. Sales started, went like into the third. They pulled him. Not that he was in trouble. It's just uh, the decision that Cora made to uh, go into the bullpen early and not overuse Sale, who had good stuff tonight, filthy stuff. And then Boston was able to score runs. They had a big uh, inning. That's when Sale had been sitting on the bench for 25 minutes. But in the third, Hernandez, Kiki Hernandez with the bomb home run, almost 450 feet to dead center. I mean, it literally almost left the building with the roof on. It it would have flown through a wall and kept going. He hit it so far. That tied the game at once. Then Martinez grounded into a fielder's choice. Um, and it was a error by Altuve. Bogert scored. Devers save it second on the uh, Altuve flop. He missed the grounder right through his glove. And then Renfro doubled the left. Devers scored, and that made it 3-1 all in the third inning. So Boston's kicking the Astros' ass tonight so far in game one of the ALCS at Minute Maid in Houston. As far as college football tonight, the thing I wanted to mention was I've been watching this Clemson-Syracuse game a little bit. I have to tell you, it's really ugly. Clemson's up 14-7. to But I got to tell you, they suck. I mean, I, I'm just blown away, Mafia by Dabo Swinney's team is absolutely lifeless. I mean, this has been going on all season long. They're three and two. There's no doubt they suck. I mean, there's no getting around it. They could barely beat Boston College and Death Valley by six. North Carolina State beat them. They beat Georgia Tech 14 to eight. The only team they've been able to beat is South Carolina State, which is embarrassing to begin with. And Georgia beat them 10-3. But when I watch them, they are 
awful. They are anemic. They can't even get first downs. I can't even believe they're winning this game. That's how bad they are. Ugalele, is that the guy's name, the quarterback? He's awful. Do you remember when they got uh, this guy there and, like, Trevor Lawrence, ha- something happened to him, and I remember they brought him into a game uh, at Florida State or something, and he was just, he looked fantastic, and everybody's like, the future, the future's bright. We welcome all of our radio affiliates to the show on a Friday. Do you remember when they brought him in and everybody's like, this is the future. This guy's a stud. He's a five-star quarterback. He's just going to pick up right where Trevor Lawrence left off. When Trevor Lawrence goes pro, Clemson's in great hands. They're going to play for national championships. This kid is awful. I don't care what anybody says. He can't complete a pass. He just is terrible. Yeah, it's amazing. nothing well. We thought he would have just picked up, you know, because that's what Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, these teams do. They just put in the next guy, and he just picks up from the last one left off. And like I said, he got experience last year. I think it was the Notre Dame game because you had – and the, the one right after because of, uh, you know, COVID. Lawrence had to sit out because of something with COVID, like a positive test or something. And this kid got the experience in big-time game and performed well, threw the ball all over the field, and apparently did not translate into anything for this year. I'm, I'm very surprised. You know, this isn't just a situation where – you know, five-star guy comes in there and just picks up the mantle from the last one, although we're seeing that in, you know, a number of places. I mean, we're seeing that in Oklahoma too, right? Wasn't Spencer Rattler supposed to be favored for the Heisman along with DJU when they were supposed to just roll through everybody and they could barely beat people and now his backup's coming in and taking over? Now it's 17-7 Clemson. I mean, it's not the worst game I've ever seen. 20 of 32 for a buck 72, but a five-yard average with one TD. They can't move the ball at all on Syracuse. And Syracuse is three and three. Their quarterback Schrader is awful. He's 11 of 26 for 77 yards. I mean, he is really bad with an interception, but I'm just not impressed at all with uh, Clemson's offense. They don't score. I think their quarterbacks average at best. And I mean, (laughs) they should have won this game by 21 points at least. I mean, you got to go to Syracuse and punch them right in the mouth. And they're just not doing that. We got a lot of other games going on tonight. We'll talk about it on the bench. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. There's a jungle out there. So many possibilities, prospects, and probabilities. It's easy to become overwhelmed. That's where we come in. Relax. We're your trusted source for expert information on sports gaming strategies and information. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. They just gave up Clemson like a 60-yard touchdown bomb to this hack quarterback. Guy's wide open down the middle, catches it, and runs in for the touchdown because Clemson sucks so bad. I mean, honestly, I can't even believe what I'm watching. They pay this guy like $8 million a year, Dabo Swinney, too, right? For this crap? 
They paying him eight million for this crap? This team's so crappy. I mean, they're like, I mean, they're not. They shouldn't even literally be in the top one hundred in college football. I mean, they literally should be outside of it. They, you know, like ranked one hundred and tenth. That's how bad they are. What has happened, Mafia? To Clemson football, my God, they look like Vanderbilt. I mean, they suck. Yeah, I mean, they still have a good defense, but that offense is obviously nowhere no, near what it was with graduating guys like, you know, Trevor Lawrence, Etienne. You know, I think that we're seeing right now, you know, prime example that you can get all those five stars you want to get over those great recruiting rankings that you're within top five classes in college football. They still got to put it together on the field, and I guess they probably have a lot of young players that just aren't in the right position right now, aren't used to the you know the big lights and the experience, and it's showing on the offensive side right now because they are struggling so bad this year and looking terrible. They, you know, Venables is the defensive coordinator. They're paying him millions too. I think that guy's making at least two or three million dollars. The the defensive coordinator. They just showed him picking his nose on the sideline, watching his defense arm tackle a guy all the way down the field. Some guy Pena goes sixty yards. I mean, their defense is embarrassing. I mean, their team's embarrassing. I mean, there's seven minutes left in this game. They'll be lucky they win against just atrocious Syracuse. They're so average. But Clemson's as bad as they are. I mean, they should be lovers. Unbelievable. I, I can't even believe what I'm watching. I can't even. I've never seen this from him. Since he's been there, I've never seen him look this bad ever. Marshall, 49 to 14 on North Texas on the road with 949 left. Marshall, I knew they had too many athletes, too much speed for that crappy North Texas one and four team. And uh, Marshall will go to four and three. It's not like they've been impressive at all either. They've lost games left and right. Uh, they beat Old Dominion last week, but didn't cover. They beat them in overtime. They lost to Middle Tennessee, lost to uh, Appalachian State 31-30, and they led that game 30-21 to and blew it. They lost to East Carolina. They beat North Carolina Central and Navy. I think they've been terrible as well, but they do have a lot of talent, a lot of speed. So later, we got games, uh, Cal and Oregon at Outson Stadium in Eugene. That's at uh, the bottom of the hour here. That one's coming up after this terrible game. I know everyone thinks this is a good game. What this is to me is two crappy teams going at it. And just, it's the same story as always. When two crappy teams hook up, it's generally a good game. <laughs> In my opinion, I've always said that. If it's two really crappy average teams, it'll be a good game. And then when you see these one good team, one bad team, it's it's a bad game. It's usually a blowout. But I think these teams now, it's pretty clear to me that Syracuse is on par. They're in concert with Clemson. They're on the same level. Clemson has fallen. The mighty has fallen off the face of the earth. They have dropped their spoon at the table. They do not matter at all. So Oregon favored by 13 and a half tonight. I think they should handle that against Cal, believe it or not. And San Diego State's playing San Jose State. San Jose State's 500. They're playing at Spartan Stadium. I think it's going to be a good game. San Diego State's 5-0, and undefeated, and laying nine and a half to the Spartans. So I actually think that's going to be a game. I could be wrong. Of course, Going into tonight, I hit Louisiana on Tuesday night to win and getting four. They blew out Appalachian State 41-13. I hit Memphis last night on the money line and spread, laying 10, 35-17 over Navy. I hit South Alabama laying two and a half. It was three when I got it uh, over Georgia Southern. 41-14 was the final. And uh, so I was 6-0 and going into tonight. And then I'm going to hit Marshall. Both ways, it's 49-14 now. And, I mean, that'll be 8-0 uh, for the week. Uh, I need Clemson to hang on and win the game, at least on the money line. I'm not going to cover. I'm not going to cover 14. So, 9-1 and one for the week so far. I can live with that. And last week, uh, it was even crazier. I mean, it really was. 
Last week, I hit Coastal both ways, Houston both ways, Cincinnati on the money line, Charlotte both ways, Arizona State on the money line. I got the Stanford spread wrong and the Temple spread wrong, but that was it. Eight and two last week, and I told you now, I'm eight and two this week so far, and I'll, I mean, I am just raking winners for you. Absolutely raking winners. I mean, honestly, like, well, I, obviously, I don't think Clemson's going to cover, so, but I'm sitting on top of um, Marshall hit. I'll be 8-0 and this week. And like I said, uh, last week, uh, I was 8-2. and I'll be 16-2 and in pre-Saturday college football bets the last two weeks. So I'm loving life with that type of productivity and killing it on ForAllInEvents.com. And everybody should go to my site so they can get in on these picks. And Saturday's plays, Sunday's NFL pain day plays, they're all there, ready to go, ranked. I ranked the top 25 in top 10 picks, and then I ranked the unranked in top 10 picks. And there's slews of games. You heard me on Coast to Coast today giving out the uh, unranked plays, giving out all the top 25 plays. We'll get into all of the games with Joe Lisi uh, in a little over an hour from now, per usual, on a pain-free Friday. We get Joe on to roll through his snags, and then uh, we'll basically compare notes, tell you who we like, who I like, who Mafia likes, all the rest. It's all going to happen. And then we'll do, Mafia and I will do the, you know, pain day board, everything going on in the NFL. You know the story uh, today. Zach Ertz got traded to Arizona. Boy, does that make Arizona a better football team? They're already good. And now they get this guy. Guy never drops a ball. All he does is produce. I think he's incredible. I really do. I can't watch this anemic Clemson team anymore. I'm done with it. I can't even look at him. I went back to the baseball game. Bottom of the fifth, nobody out, runner at first, 3-1 count on Bregman, Taylor pitching for Boston. Boston leads it 3-1. to one. By the way, when Kike Hernandez hit his home run, they were interviewing Dusty Baker live when he hit it, and he was like, oh, Lord, and the thing hit his bat. I mean, this thing was an absolute rocket launcher out of uh, Minute Maid. Your boy, Julius Randle tonight, calling game winner on the last shot of the game at the Garden. Boom, money. He hits it to win it by a bucket over the Wizards. By the way, uh, they got Zach Ertz, but in honor of that trade, uh, Cliff Kingsbury and three other team members will miss Sunday's game against the Browns after testing positive for covid Quarterbacks coach Cam Turner, D-line uh, Zach Allen, all tested positive uh, today for COVID and are out of the game. In Kingsbury's place, D.C. Vance, Joseph, and assistant head coach and special teams coordinator Jeff Rogers will split the Cardinals' head coaching duties. So that team's dealing with COVID in a big way as they head into Cleveland for a big showdown with the Browns. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. They were going through the motions. They were lifeless. I don't like that or condone that at all. I play it straight up, yo. So there's a story running that uh, Deshaun Watson wants to play for the Dolphins and that uh, the Dolphins want him. But because of his legal problems, nothing will happen this season. So why, so why is that a story? Uh, why is that How a story? Is that a story? We, we've known that since he made the trade demand, didn't we? we wasn't that the top team on everyone's list of Dolphins? And wasn't that like three months ago when Tua started you know, struggling in training camp and preseason, the, the Dolphins were interested in him? And last month, like every month we get this story. This isn't new. Dan Graziano and Jeremy Fowler are reporting that he would love to play in Miami and the, and the Dolphins have ex- expressed an interest in trading for the disgruntled quarterback. No teams uh, have traded for him because of his off-field issues. <laughs> early early on, it says, but it's unlikely a trade from the Texas materializes this season. And, um, I mean, it's just so ridiculous that <laughs> – like, I, I don't want to take credit for a story that's so bunk. Why would you put your name on that? I'm reporting that uh, the Dolphins would love to trade for Deshaun Watson, but nothing's going to happen this year because of his legal problems. Thanks, genius. I used to work with that dude on uh, TV at, in uh, New York. You remember Mafia? I, th- I think he started with us, uh, like on SNY, and then he moved to ESPN. And I just don't understand this story at all. Why would you report something like that if it's not going to happen? That they want to make a trade, but it's not going to happen this year because of his legal problems? So what else is new? Let me guess. Uh, the Dodgers are going to... Here's the next ESPN story. The Dodgers are going to trade uh, Trevor Bauer, but they can't do it right now because of all the you know uh, sexual assault allegations he's facing in court. So uh, they'd love to trade him, and there is a team that's interested in him, but they can't make the trade because of all these legal problems. But we're the first to report this crappy first reported story. You know that story's coming. <laughs> I mean, any day now we're going to hear that Trevor Bauer's got interest from multiple teams, but they can't do anything because of his legal problems. Can you imagine that they have to give him $100 million? I don't know. How do you get out of that? Other than you don't in Major League Baseball. I mean, yeah, that's a good charge. You can't. I mean, those are guaranteed contracts. I mean, you can have all the clauses you want in a contract about behavior off the field, but the bottom line is that money's guaranteed. The stuff off the field, they can get rid of him, but they still got to pay him. I don't think they're ever getting out of having to pay that money. Can you imagine that that guy gets that money with what he's been doing between the sheets? He's got his freak on. I mean, that guy. And the bottom line was he admitted he did it. He likes to choke chicks and beat them when he has sex with them. It's that simple. And, uh, you know, is that too overwhelming for everybody to absorb? Go to bed then. Honestly, just go to bed or pull over and get some fresh air. But that's what he did. And he admitted it. He likes kinky sex. Good for you, dude. Have at it. But, you know, I still do you remember when he he basically won in court already once. Mafia, 
He already won once when the judge basically said, in not so many words, she asked for it. Because she wrote about it, she bragged about it, she laughed about it, she asked for it, she said, I want more of the same. She went back for more of the same, she wanted more of the same, and hit it a second time. So when you sit and text back and forth with your lover that you like it, and you got to take me to another level with that the next time, I need you to, you know, you got me unconscious and, you know, you beat me to a pulp. And so next time, if you could just take it a step further, that'd be even better because I want to see how far I can go before I'm dead. Like she basically wrote that in not so many words. And that's exactly what happened. And then the judge said, uh, you lose. The judge, you know, Trevor Bauer won the first trial when it, she couldn't get a restraining order against him because the judge basically said she asked for it. She wanted it. She got it. She bragged about it. She wrote him about it. She told him how much she liked it. And then she just didn't realize she had so many bruises and cuts all over her body until she got home. But then the stupid chick went back for more. Like, honestly, I mean, I've always said that he's a predator, but I've, you know, also said that she, <laughs> who in their right mind, honestly, and don't tell me she wasn't in her right mind. She did all this on her own. Nobody forced her. He didn't put a gun to her head. He's like, wow, I didn't know it was so bad. Sorry about that. Are you okay? She's like, yeah, like, you know, let's do it again. Let's go. Round two. She went back for more. <laughs> I mean, you can say whatever you want about him. He is a predator. But she went back for more. She wanted more of it. So I got to tell you, Moppy, I don't think he's losing in court. I, the first judge basically pander. Basically, she, he, you know, she pandered that she, she wanted it and got what she wanted, got what she deserved. She asked for it, wanted it, liked it, had fun with it, texted him, tweeted him, kept calling him, drove to his house. Then when she was done and beaten to a pulp and in the hospital and bleeding and cuts and bruises all over her body, she wrote him again and said, I'm going to come back and get some more. Did she not do that? Yeah, she went back there. So there's been a big problem, I think, obviously, with the restriction not being granted, the charges. You know, we keep hearing about all the investigation, but nothing's coming. But the longer it drags He's on, the less off. likely it seems that anything's going to happen. He's going to, you know, I don't I think they want to keep him away from baseball, but I don't know how you do it if he's not charged or anything. How about this? He wants her to pay his legal bills. Meanwhile, she's broke ass. She's broke ass that chick. She's basically like a hooker. I mean, in not so many words, she'll go out and do whatever it takes to make some money. Bottom line is, she ain't got no money. She's... If you ask me, she she knew exactly what she wanted. She knew exactly who she wanted. She knew exactly where she wanted it. She wanted to get a rich baseball player to have a relationship, kinky sex with, and see if she could take it to the next level and then probably live off that money. You know, start dating him, seeing him regularly, sleeping with him regularly, getting beaten by him regularly, getting choked by him regularly. And that she probably thought in the back of her mind, I'm going to get some money out of this one way or the other. And she's not going to get anything out of it. She's not going to get anything out of it. And he's going to get away with it. I mean, you can't even argue with the fact that he's going to get away with it. <laughs> because he already got away with the restraining order. And that means if one judge thinks she asked for it, what do you think the next one at the next level is going to do? They're going to do the exact same thing. Everyone thinks they got it all figured out where it's like, oh, don't worry. She'll, she'll be finished when, when she goes to court. When this goes to trial, Trevor Bauer's finished. Meanwhile, the first judge said, you know what? No, you had it coming. You asked for it. You applauded it. You bragged about it with your friends. You texted him a hundred times telling him how much you dug it. You went back for more. No sympathy for the double. You lose. And then he won that case. He got to win the next case, too. It is amazing. But they'll do these stories about people 
And, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson, you know, he's going to the Dolphins as soon as he's cleared of all of his legal woes. How in God's name do you get him out of 23 sexual assault allegations? I mean, it's one thing to get Trevor Bauer off of this chick's uh, accusations. It's another thing entirely, if you ask me, Mafia, to get Watson out of that many accusations and that many different women. I just don't know how he's going to pull that off any more than Cosby got off because of a technicality. And now that he's out free and clear, cannot be charged again for those crimes. Now chicks are suing him civilly for drugging and raping him. I reported on one of them today on Coast to Coast that Bernard actress chick uh, suing him for drugging her and raping her in Atlantic City. And the bottom line is, how many women said that Cosby drugged and raped him? I mean, just slews of them, right? I can't even believe that guy got out of jail. I I really can't because uh, it's obvious that he was... (laughs) Up to no good. And then they, and how funny is it when he plays like he never did anything? He's like OJ. <laughs> your boy, your boy Bill says he did nothing wrong ever to anybody. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Tons of women are all lying about you, huh? And you're telling the truth. Where there's smoke, there's fire. I don't believe a word that comes out of that crusty old dude's ass. Shut up. I didn't want to hear it. I hope he uh, loses that lawsuit and goes in there and keels over in the middle of it. He gets so stressed out. His heart stops ticking. I'm sick of people like this getting away with this stuff. I'm glad they put that Durst guy away, too, for life. He's another piece of scum. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. You're living through a revolution. Sports gaming is sweeping the country. You can feel it. Soon you'll be drowning in noise from posers and wannabes. They have noise. We have analysis and expert information. Stick with who you know. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. So Clemson, awful Clemson, won the game 17-14 over awful Syracuse. What a terrible football game. I hope everybody enjoyed it. What a miserable game that was. Uh, the Sixers, Ben Simmons, still in Philly, does not intend to play for the team despite reporting back to the franchise and sitting out the uh, first couple of weeks of the preseason. Our buddy Keith Pompey of the Inquirer reported everything uh, today. He arrived at uh, Wells Fargo to take the COVID test, began the process of transitioning back to the team. He cleared protocols today. He's scheduled to be at practice with the team Sunday. He's made it clear he doesn't want to play for them anymore. And he said uh, he's described as wanting to prove a point, knowing he had done so 
was something that almost never happened. Sitting out training camp, costing himself a million in salary and fines, delivering an unmistakable message that he wanted out of Philly. The Sixers scoured the trade market, found nothing. The trade market could uh, open up again, obviously, early in the season around uh, more players become eligible to be moved on December 15th. Right now, they have no ability to pull off a trade for Simmons, it looks like. Simmons and then the Sixers uh, are in this state of flux, and he's practicing but not playing. Doc Rivers is hopeful something can be salvaged. He said, is it perfect situation? No, I get that. But I'm never going to give up on a player that's on the roster. Oh, you mean like last year in the playoffs when you gave up on him after it was over and you blamed him? You mean like that, Doc, you liar? You mean, you know, like when you screwed him over then? I just can't do that. But you did do that. It doesn't matter what the player is saying. What about what you're saying? What about you throwing him under the bus? He's on the roster. My job is to get every player that's on the team to believe that this team uh, that is together right now can win it. That doesn't matter if a player wants to be here or not. I have to get that across, which you haven't been able to do at all because he doesn't want to play for you. He hates your guts. That's the bottom line. Mafia, do you ever see him playing for the Sixers again, or will they finally find a trade partner? I think eventually they'll trade him, whether it's you know closer to the deadline this year or in the offseason, but he's going to have to play this year. I can't see him actually sitting out and not playing these games because if you're Philadelphia, you're not going to sit there and say, okay, it's okay, you can sit out. You, know, you're, you have hurt feelings, we're still going to pay you. They're going to say, well, if you sit out, you're not getting paid. You're not getting your salary. They already kind of took that stance with that escrow thing that they did, you know, in the preseason there, I feel this uh, it's going to happen the same way. You can say, oh, you want to, I'm not going to play for you. All right, well, your contract says you will. So until we get rid of you, show up or you don't get paid. Well, he did show up and now he's going to be there. And so he's going to be as disgruntled as an ex-wife. I mean, he is just miserable in Philly, but he knows how much money he's bleeding. So he showed up. It'll be like James Harden last year, the beginning of the season, where you know, where he was just out there and just you know not caring about anything and being lazy and just playing like he didn't care, which you know he obviously didn't. He wanted out. Ben Simmons is probably going to try to tank it even more, and you know that's going to hurt the Sixers trying to get rid of him, which he doesn't realize all this back and forth they've had all offseason and hurts the trade value. So they're not getting what they want. That's why they didn't move him. The more you drag this out, the more you act like a tool and make it obvious that this cannot happen. You cannot coexist. The less people are going to give up for you and the less likely they are to get you out of it like you want. Don't they start soon? The NBA? I mean, Tuesday. When is it? I believe Tuesday. Thank God. I can't take these preseason games anymore. They're so awful. I just pretend like they're not preseason games. You know what I mean? I watch the games. I watched the Kings and Lakers last night. I told you I had that on. I'll, I'll do anything. I'll just pretend like it's not fake. Because those, I mean, I don't know. But first of all, I think I think the worst games are, uh, you know, NHL preseason games are the worst thing ever invented on the face of the earth. And then secondly would be NBA preseason games. Third would be NFL. But NFL is really bad. It might be even worse than uh, than NBA. It really is. I can't take NFL preseason with all the guys that are playing that will never play a down for the team that are out there. I can't take it. I really can't. So I just need the NBA to start. And I know, you know, Zion's not playing. His foot surgery has got him sitting out. It really is going to be about, you know, it's amazing that the Bucks won the championship and that no one talks about them. <laughs> they get no respect whatsoever that they won the championship. No one at all talks about the Bucks. They really don't. All they talk about is the Lakers and the Nets. In fact, they already had a preseason game, and guess who the Nets played? They played the Lakers. I mean, they talk about the Lakers. You'd think the Lakers win every game they play. They lost last night to the Kings, and they – Talked about them like they won. They talk about nothing but LeBron and AD and Melo and Brody. And they never stop talking about them. Even when they lose, they it's like they won. But they didn't win. They lost. 
That's how much people suck up to the Lakers. They'll talk about them every night. If they lose, it's no different than if they win. They just have to talk about them. And the same with the Brooklyn Nets. And all they're talking about with the Brooklyn Nets now is Kyrie Irving. Is Kyrie going to get the vaccine and is he going to play? Because if he doesn't get the vaccine, he's not playing in Brooklyn. He's not playing at the Barclays. His teammates are like, it's all going to work out. When is that going to happen? When are they going to stop with all the rules in New York City about having your vaccine and vaccine cards? You got to have proof of identification of vaccines everywhere you go. Restaurants, bars, arenas, stadiums. You can't do anything without it. So how's he going to do it? He's not going to do it. That's what's going to happen. He's just not going to do it. Can you imagine what would happen if they traded him to some team that he can be unvaccinated and play? Like, you know, I don't know, Oklahoma City or something. You know what I mean? Like, can you imagine if they actually did it and got rid of him? If they traded him mafia and said, screw this, we're not dealing with this. Here, you have him. They can't because they have the opposite problem of the Sixers. Sixers have Simmons who wants out and they can't get rid of him. The Nets have Kyrie who's threatened to retire if they try to trade him. They, if they could trade him, they probably would have. If they could have made the Simmons swap or some of these other things to alleviate all this drama, especially if the owner is behind it, considering how ticked off he is at him taking off last year a couple times and how frustrated he is at this guy not being vaccinated and just flat out saying, listen, we're not taking half time, you know, half their players. Either you're full time, no part time here. So you just sit out the whole time. I'm sure they would have moved him if they could. But again, the value is going to be down for him because as amazing as he is, Everyone's looking at him saying, this guy's a head case. Who knows if he's going to show up? And B, he might just retire anyway and quit ball. Well, he, he said he's not retiring. He's not going to quit over this. He's just – and I don't think he wants to get traded from the Nets, to be honest with you. I think he no, wants he doesn't to keep want for the Nets. He wants to play with KD and, and Durant. And the rest of that team is completely loaded. Do he wants to have his cake and eat it too, and he can't. Well, do you think they can win a title without him? No. I mean, even with him, I'm hesitant to pick them to win a title, not because they don't have the talent, because injuries. That's always that played them last year, and that has played all of these guys. Durant has gotten hurt every year for the last three or four years. Harden was healthy for most of his career, and then all of a sudden hooks up with KD and, and Kyrie and starts getting hurt. Kyrie has been hurt the last three or four years. Ever since he left Cleveland, he's been hurt, and even before that, he was hurt at Duke. So they have too many injuries for their top players. And then when you look at the guys behind them, there's a lot of old guys, a lot of, you know, past their prime and, you know, Blake Griffin and, you know, some of these other guys where they're going to be good contributors if they have their certain roles. But if you put them in in a big time situation because KD's out for three weeks or Harden's out for a month or Kyrie can't play for the whole damn year, they're going to start falling apart. Oh, uh, I wanted to look back because they played last night and they won. They beat Minnesota last night. I just want to look at their uh, team as it stands now with all these old guys. They got Millsap. He's ancient. Aldridge they brought back after his heart attack. He's ancient. Blake Griffin's ancient. I gotta get this right. I, I really do. Like the, uh, James Johnson, he's he's up there, but he's not he's not ancient. Anyway, they. I mean, it's really not that bad. It's uh, Patty Mills still got game. I'll give Patty Mills a pass on that. But a lot of those guys, like Millsap, Millsap's definitely up there. But he can give you double figures every night. Millsap can put in ten at least. He had ten last night, so. I don't think he's bad. They're really loaded. They get, they got a lot of talent on that team. I don't care what anybody says. So there's a lot of games tonight. The Spurs are blowing out the Rockets, 115-91 with four minutes left. The Blazers lead the Warriors, who seldom come out to play. They lead them by 10 with five and a half left in the second. That game's on NBA TV right now. The Heat beat the Celtics, and your boy, Hero Sandwich with a gigantic night. He had 29 points. I got to see the numbers. 29, six boards, four dimes, five three-pointers. You see five of six from three-point land, 10 of 15 from the floor. He was their leading scorer. He had a great game. 
Lowry making a huge difference. 29 minutes, he had four points. He was one of six from the floor, 0 of four from downtown. Two rebounds and two assists. Boy, is that a terrible game. And then they get it. 25 from uh, Butler, 17 from Adebayo. I don't know. I, do you think Lowry's going to put them over the top? You never know. They beat the Celtics by 21 tonight. Knicks, uh, the winner from Randall, 115-113 over the Wizards. The Pistons by four over the Sixers. Cavaliers blew out the Pacers, 110-94. Bulls, 118-105 over the Grizzlies. And the Mavericks, 114-103 over the Bucks. The world champs go down tonight. I just wanted to see... Doncic did not play. Porzingis did not play. Hardaway did not play. It was uh, scab night down at the old K Corral. Finney Smith, Kieber, Brown, Powell, Brunson were the starters. But they didn't play any of their star players, so why pay to go see them? Literally, I don't want to watch them. Although I have said, uh, I think, you know, a couple things. I love Zach Levine on the Bulls. I think he continues to go off. I like Luca for MVP and John Morant, Anthony Edwards. Those are the three guys I think are going to have huge seasons. Everybody's already handed KD the MVP. He's not winning it. It's not happening. In my view, it'll be a young player without a doubt. And there's a lot of good young players in the league. I'm going to be forced to uh, put that NBA game on, I think, because it's still Red Sox 3-1 on the Astros. Bottom of the sixth, one out. They have not been able to muster Jack at Minute Maid. The Astros have done nothing. Hauk is now pitching for the Red Sox. Every string that Cora has pulled has worked. Every pitcher he's put in has done the job. The Astros look dead to rights. This game's not over, though. They're not even in the seventh yet. Still bottom six. They're down two runs to the Red Sox. Later in the second hour, Joe Lisi on college football. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Problem with people. Everybody expects every team in the effing league to win the Super Bowl. One team wins. The rest of them lose. Nothing for you. How about that? One last indignity. Wow. How about uh, your boy Jack Hughes tonight for the New Jersey Devils? Scored his second goal of the game less than a minute into. Uh, Overtime. As the Devils beat the Blackhawks 
four to three after blowing a late two goal lead at the rock in lovely Crackville, Newark. Devils get it done. Dougie Hamilton with a goal as well in his debut with the Devils. The Devils win their home opener. And then how about the Canucks? They win in a shootout in Philadelphia. Elias Pettersson and JT Miller scored shootout goals, and the Canucks scored four times in the second period to lead Vancouver to the 5-4 shootout win. Pedersen had a goal and an assist. Miller, a goal, two assists. They had it all going. Chason, a power play goal. Miller, his first. There's a deep drive with a runner on. We got a tie game. A minute made. Altuve goes yardage. Altuve ties it up with a two-run shot in the bottom of the six of Hauk. And they're going crazy. Go crazy, H-Town. They've woken up the ashes. They've woken up from the dead. They're out of their seats. It's three all and we got a ball game. How about Altuve? When we come back, Mafia and I'll dive into week six of Pain Day NFL Skinny Chicago. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.